Come on, you might not be where you want to be, but you're not where you used to be. Come on, just praise Him. There might be a few things you're still praying about and seeking after, but there's many things that God has already done. Come on, count those blessings. Name them one by one. one in this building right now there's an answer to prayer thank you Jesus thank you Jesus come on just with our voices now just with your voice being the music to the Lord's ears come on I love you Lord I love you, Jesus. Come on, I don't serve the Lord just because I get stuff. I serve him because he's good, because he's my savior. He's the king of kings and he's the Lord of lords. He's the alpha and the omega. He's beginning and he's the end. He's the first and he's the last. He's my provider. Oh, he is always faithful. Hallelujah, I worship you, Lord. I praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for my spouse. Thank you for my family. Thank you for salvation. Thank you for protection. Thank you, Jesus. You have done so much. You have brought us so far, oh God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. We do not serve God because we get blessings. We do not serve God just because of, you know, it's a, you know, a, you know, just something fun to do. We have a social club here. No, he's the king of kings. He's our savior. And if he never, if he never heals you again, if he never gives you a goosebump again, if you never get any kind of stuff again, it don't matter. He is still worthy to be praised. And don't you dare sit on your praise because you're having a bad day. May we never come to church and just wait till the, the song that moves us till we... No, that's not... It's not contingent. My praise and my serving him is not contingent on... What I get out of this, forget all of that. He is worthy to be praised no matter what. Thank you, Jesus. If we never get to move into that other building, he's still a good God. He's still the one true and living God. If this building burns to the ground, I'm going to be praising God tomorrow. <laughs> if you wake up sick tomorrow, we're still going to be praising God. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Why don't you high-five somebody and tell them it's a good life living for the Lord as you're being seated. It's a good life. Let's try that again. It's a good life. It's a good life. So let's practice. Yeah, I ain't done it in a while. Y'all getting rusty on me. So I say it's a good life, and you say living for the Lord. So let's try this again. It's a good life. Living for the Lord. 
That's better. Let's try it on this side right here. It's a good life. Middle, it's a good life. It's a good life. Oh man, the sides are the, the sides are on fire. Middle, y'all gonna have to bring it tonight. Come on. Thank you, Brother Roberts. Thank you. Don't make me preach by myself or I'm just gonna quit. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. I'm about to go into the word of the Lord. I want to read from Exodus chapter 14. If you have your Bible, you can turn in that. Uh, if you don't, you can uh, use the screens if they'll put it up there for you. Maybe one of these times we'll just unplug the screens and we'll just uh, we'll see if we're bringing our Bibles. Exodus chapter 14. I'm going to read verses 8 through 10 and then verse 15. Uh, just to get us going, and then we'll we'll see see what all transpires. But there's an air of victory in this place tonight. Yes. There's there's an air of victory here tonight for those that want it, and that's going to do something about it. Now, if you just want to sit there like a bump on a pickle, I'm breaking out all my sayings tonight. See, I ain't preached in like two weeks here, so I'm breaking them all out tonight. If you want to sit there like a bump on a pickle. You, you can miss out on all of it. You can just go through the motions and leave the, the same way you came in. But somebody came here ready to break through tonight, to break free, to go to another level. Thank you, Jesus. Exodus chapter 14, we had a wonderful time here this morning. Had 120 people packed out in this sardine can. That lets me know that, oh, man, we are in revival can you imagine when we get into the new building? Hallelujah. Exodus chapter 14, verse 8. Why don't you stand to your feet with me tonight? just want to make sure you're awake from your Sunday afternoon nap and that you're ready. Verses 8 through 10. You didn't get to take a nap, neither did I. <laughs> Here we go. We're in this together. Verse 8. And the Lord hardened the heart of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. This ain't the message, but the Lord hardened the heart of Pharaoh. The Lord did that. The Lord started that whole process. The Lord hardened the heart of Pharaoh. Well, it's gotten so bad. The Lord did that. It was a great setup. It was leading. It was going somewhere. The Lord hardened the heart of Pharaoh, king of Egypt, and he pursued after the children of Israel. And the children of Israel went out with a high hand. I love that. They're exiting Egypt, pumping their fist. Yeah. Woo, we've got victory. We got it. But the Egyptians pursued after them. You're going to have victories. But you're also going to have challenges. So, so just learn to live with it. Hang on. Victory's coming. On. Yes. They go out with a high hand, but the Egyptians pursue after them. All the horses and chariots of Pharaoh and his horsemen and his army, all of them. It seems like all of hell's against me. Yeah. Might be. <laughs> yes. All the chariots and all the horsemen were coming against them. But it's going to get good in a moment. Just hang on. And they overtook them, camping by the sea beside Pihahiroth. Did I say that right? Y'all don't know either. We're just making it up. Before Baal Zephon. And when Pharaoh drew nigh, the children of Israel lifted up their eyes, and behold, the Egyptians marched after them, and they were sore afraid. And the children of Israel cried out, unto the Lord. Skipping down to verse 15 for time's sake. 
And the Lord said unto Moses, Wherefore criest thou unto me? Speak unto the children of Israel that, look at these last three words, that they go forward. What you crying to me about? He said, tell them they need to go forward. And so tonight, I'm simply here to remind us and preach for a couple minutes. We go forward. That's what the people of God do. That's what we do. When the enemy comes in, when it's, it's all hell against me, we go forward. Some of you are already doing it with me. Just go ahead and say it with me. Say, we go forward. That's what we do. That's our response when it's pressing us and the enemy's against us and we don't know what to, we go forward. That's what we do. Lift your hands right now and lift your voice in the mighty name of Jesus. We bind all doubt, all fear, all oppression in the mighty name of Jesus. Come on, lift up a shout unto God right now. Don't get quiet. Don't sit on your victory. In Jesus' name. Oh, God, with all of the questions, with the uncertainties of life, we are ready to march forward. We are ready for victory. We refuse to back up. We refuse to give up. We refuse to shut up. We are moving forward in victory in Jesus' name. Victory for our family. Advancing for the church. Oh, come on, that's it. Just shout unto God. Worship the Lord for a moment. Hallelujah. I worship you, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. You're good, God. God, you're worthy of the highest praise. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, look at your neighbor before you're seated and tell him, we go forward. We go forward, and you may be seated in Jesus' name. We go forward hallelujah let me settle down here for just a moment let me show you something funny just real quick in 2014 on march 2nd something very incredible and utterly unimportant happened they have a picture of it for you a group gathered in india 1,107 people gathered together and broke the record for the largest group of backwards walkers. They broke a record by walking backwards. Oh, wow. So, so important. And if you think that's something, there's a man named Manny Manathan who has dedicated the last 25 years of his life to walking backwards. All for world peace. Spoiler alert, there ain't no world peace. (laughs) One of his most notable acts was when he walked 300 miles straight, naked, backwards. Be happy I didn't put that picture up there. <laughs> we we laugh and we recognize that this is completely ridiculous. And it's only noteworthy because of the high number of people 
and of the incredibly ignorant things that they're doing. Coming together to move in the wrong direction. We were designed not to look backwards or move backwards. We were designed to move forward. That's why your eyes are on the front of your face. That's why the rear view mirror is small. <laughs> it's because we, we don't drive down the road staring in the back seat. Now, every now and then you got to yell at your kid that's in the back seat. And normally while you're doing that, you veer off the road and you hit the ditch a little bit. That's because we do our best when we are looking forward. We do our best when we are looking forward. We are at our best when we are moving forward. And tonight I'm here to declare, knock the rearview mirror off of your life. Some of us have gotten fixated once again on the past. Some of us have gotten distracted once again, staring at what's behind us instead of what lies before us. And I'm here tonight to declare to Souls Harbor, once again, we go forward. I don't care how bad it was yesterday. I don't care how good it was yesterday. I don't care what you accomplished last year, and I don't care what you lost last year. It's all in the rearview mirror, and it's time for the church to get up and go forward. We go forward. We move forward. Hallelujah. 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 Ah, hallelujah. Woo. Some of y'all don't like that preaching right there because you're comfortable in the past. You're content in your past. Well, you ain't going to be comfortable here tonight because I'm going to agitate you, provoke you, encourage you. Whatever it takes, one way or another, we're going forward. The church moves forward. Your family moves forward. You go forward in Jesus' name. In Deuteronomy chapter 2, it says that we made our way, took our journey into the wilderness. This is after the Red Sea. And the Lord spake unto me as we compassed Mount Seir many days. That word means rough. They compassed this mountain that means rough many days. One day after another, this is rough. Walking around, rough. Oh, man, this is just, this is what we do over and over again. We, we compassed Mount Sierra, Mount Rough, many days. Getting nowhere fast. Doing the same thing over and over Again, same routine, church folks, same prayers, sitting in the same seats, <laughs> doing the same thing over and over again. And finally, the Lord comes and the Lord speaks and said, ye have compassed this mountain long enough. Turn you 
northward. The Lord came down to his people and said, you've been doing the same thing long enough. You've walked in circles long enough. It's time for you to turn and move forward out of this season. And there's somebody here tonight that you have walked in the same circles. You've moved backwards. You've gone side to side. You've been stuck. Come on, I'm talking to some folks that maybe you've even walked back from commitments that you made to the Lord. You had made progress. You had advanced. You you were doing something, but now it's diminishing. You're wandering. You're, you're waning in something. I don't know. Trials come and situations arise and discouragement shows up at your door. And if you're not careful, you'll just find yourself in the same state over and over and over and over again. Am I talking to any real folks that's lived some real life and served the Lord for a little while, sometimes you get stuck at the rough side of the mountain walking in circles. But I hear the voice of the Lord saying you have done that long enough and it's time for the church and his people to go forward. Move forward. Get up and get going. It's time to move. <laughs> you can sit down. That's the word. That's it. Go forward. That's it. Nothing deep. Nothing major. But it'll help you if you'll get a hold of it. Go forward. You're not stuck if you don't want to be. You can go forward in Jesus' name. The Lord has always provided a way for his people to move. Exodus chapter 13, verses 21. And around that area, I'm not going to read it all, but... The Lord went before them by day in a pillar of cloud to lead them in the way and by night in a pillar of fire to give them light to go by day and by night. The Lord provided a way for them to move forward whether it was daytime or nighttime. It showed them where to go and it showed them when to go. Didn't matter what was going on. Didn't matter if they had set up their little pup tent. Didn't matter if they were watching Netflix. Didn't matter if they were in their PJs. When the Lord said, we move forward, we move forward, or you're going to get left behind. <laughs> and some of us have been in our spiritual PJs a little too long. We've been kicked back a little too long, and the Spirit of the Lord is saying, pack up camp. It's time to enter into a new season and go into a new dimension in the spirit. Somebody here, put on your hiking boots again. It's time to go forward. It's time to advance. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Doesn't matter if you're a church member. Doesn't matter if you're a guest. Doesn't matter if you're on the ministry team. I'm speaking to us. It's time to move forward by faith. It's time for us to get up and go, get going once again. You've been here a few times and you ain't ever been baptized in Jesus' name. Move forward. 
It's time we go forward in faith. We don't go backwards. So God's moving on your heart. It's time to get baptized in Jesus' name. You'd have been around here a little while and you ain't received the gift of the Holy Ghost. Tonight's your night. We go forward in Jesus' name. But just as we go forward when we are new in Christ, we as pilgrims and strangers do not stop moving just we've been in the just because we've been in the church for a couple minutes or a couple decades. And well, this is what I always do, and this is what I've always done. That might be the problem why you're not advancing anymore. You got to get up. You got to stir yourself. You got to shake yourself and get going once again. Come on, the cloud is moving. The fire is moving. And it's time for the church to get going. We've come too far to set up the tent now and to kick back and to just settle for where we're at. We have not, we have not reached the end of God. We have yet to see everything that God is wanting to do in our families, in this church, in all of Souls Harbor, in the state of Florida. There is greater things yet to come. Joel chapter 2, we all love that, that part where it gets to, and it shall come to pass in the last days, saith God. And I'll pour out of my spirit upon all flesh and your sons and your daughters. And it's quoted in Acts chapter 2, and it's the, the connection to the outpouring of the Holy Ghost. But when you look just five verses before that, I remind you about what it connects with that outpouring of the Holy Ghost. Be glad then, ye children of Zion. That's us. That's the church. Turn that frown upside down. Smile and get happy about serving God. Get happy about your life. Everything's woe is me and everything's horrible. It ain't bad for me. It ain't bad in the kingdom. Be glad, it says, and rejoice in the Lord your God. Woo! Get happy. Because something good is about to happen. It says, for he hath given you the former rain moderately, and he will cause to come down for you the rain, the former rain, and the latter rain in the first month. He takes these natural seasons and these expectant rain seasons, and he applies it to the outpouring of the Spirit. And he says, I will cause to come down the former and the latter all at the same time time what God is wanting to do in the last day church is greater than what happened in the book of Acts it is. it's greater it's bigger it's more incredible more miracles more outpouring more people filled with the Holy Ghost more churches started it's greater it's bigger uh, woo. Uh, the glory of this latter house, Haggai 2.9 says, shall be greater than that of the former, saith the Lord of hosts. Today's church can be even better. What we experience can be even greater than what the original apostles experienced in the book of Acts. And if you can't believe it, that's why you ain't receiving it. <laughs> 
But what we have access to is supposed to keep getting greater and bigger and more incredible. We can see more souls saved. We can see more souls saved. More miracles. More churches being started. More communities being re- being reached, and just oh, yes, just yes. what took months and years, and and their missionary endeavors can now happen in just such a short amount of time because we have planes, trains, and automobiles, and oh, yes. we have that internet stuff, and we have got the tools that we need to have revival in this generation. I don't care what Fox News says or CNN says. Don't worry about all of that. Worry and focus about the kingdom. We are moving forward. The church is not on lockdown. The church is not stalling out. The church is not getting less relevant. We are the most relevant thing happening in the world at this very moment. What's happening right now is shaking the gates of hell. And if somebody could wake up once again and start moving forward in faith. Come on, lift your hands right now. Wake me up, Lord. Wake me up, Lord. Wake me up, Lord. Help me to get involved, God. Oh, yes. Oh, hallelujah. You can sit down. Hallelujah. Let me just give you a couple things here. We move forward. We go forward. That's what we do. That's what we do. But here's something you got to keep in mind. Don't let tough times turn you back. From our opening passage, that's what we glean from that. The Israelites come out of slavery with a high hand and woo! Look what the Lord has done on Sunday morning at Souls Harbor. Hallelujah. Woo! But now it's Tuesday afternoon and look where the devil is. And here they are. They've walked out of Egypt that they have not entered into the promised land. And they have made progress. But now they're doing like so many of us do. What have I done? The enemy now is after us full force. Isn't that amazing how you start make, making great spiritual strides and then it's like all the hell is unleashed on you? You make a sacrifice, you make some great step, and, and suddenly every chariot from the, the devil's den is released coming after you. You've been there? Been there, done that, got the t-shirt? Yeah. You're doing, you're doing the right thing. You're moving in the right direction. Of course the enemy's going to come after you. Why? He ain't got to come after you if he's got you. Well, I was just so content to have a problem in the world. Yeah, it's because you're on your way to hell. You weren't making a difference. You weren't living in purpose. You weren't doing nothing to help the kingdom. The enemy had you right where he wanted you. He didn't got to go after you. You lived there with him. That is good. I hope someone's taking some notes right now. He he didn't have to go after you because you lived with him. (laughs) You were riding shotgun with the devil. He didn't have to come after you. But when the children of Israel come out with a high hand saying, we are free, free, free. And we're on our way to old old Canaan land. That's when the enemy started coming after them. 
But you got to make sure that you don't let tough times turn you back. Oh, Jesus, help us. Oh, the enemy's after me. Oh, the devil's after me. Oh, so what? They made progress. And now Pharaoh's army breathing down their necks. Egypt, we recognize type of the world sin, however you want to apply it there. And their physical slavery serves as an example of our spiritual bondage that many of us were in. And now they're now that they're free and they're being chased, they are now feeling the pressure. And so they're they're starting to think we should have stayed back there in Egypt. It'd be so much easier in Egypt. And that's what that's that's what the, what they start doing. They're singing the blues and they're crying to old Moses. Look what you've done, and look where you've brought us to. Look what that pastor's gotten us involved with. And look at where this is what faithfulness gets us. And oh, here we are. And they're singing the blues, and they're, they've been pushed out of their comfort zones. And here they are, stuck between the Red Sea, the wall of this great sea, and the Egyptian army on the other side. And here they are, stuck right in the middle oh Moses we should have just stayed there in Egypt it would have been so much easier oh we should have stayed on Ohio Street oh we should have stayed over in the Granada Plaza the devil is a liar we have made progress we have moved forward (laughs) oh I should have just stayed I should have just stayed in the world. It was so much better. No, it wasn't better. It was easier. It was easier in the moment because the devil had you and there ain't no fighting over easy stuff, but there is a fight over right stuff. And you got to make up in your mind, what do you want to do with your life? What do you want to do with your family? You just want what's easy or do you want to fight for what's right? For what's good, for what the Lord has promised you. And so you got to get up and say, I don't care what devil's chasing me tomorrow. I'm going forward by faith. Come on, why don't you pray right now? Some of you are still distracted. Stop walking around. Stop moving around. Pray right now in Jesus' name. Ah. Ha, ha, ha. Come on, the enemy was serving a purpose, breathing down their necks, but serving a purpose, pushing them forward, pushing them towards that Red Sea, pushing them past their comfort zones. And that's where some of us are right now. We, we, we're, we're right on the edge. God's trying to get us outside of our comfort zone. And God's trying to move us into a new dimension. And we've got to allow the enemy to work for us. Let it drive you deeper into prayer. Let it drive you deeper into faithfulness, not getting weaker, not getting bitter but getting more powerful in prayer. I'm going to fast until the answer comes. I'm going to give until it hurts. I'm going to do whatever it takes until the breakthrough comes. And the the children of Israel are whining and complaining and saying, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? And the Lord speaks to Moses and simply said, tell those people that they 
go forward. God said, go forward. We go forward one way or another. We go forward. Whether we have to go through it, go over it, go around it, go under it, one way or another, we go forward. That's the answer. We go forward. I don't know how it's going to happen. I don't know what victory is going to look like. I don't know where the answer is going to come from. But one way or another, me and my family, me and this church, we go forward. I'm going to pray for a moment. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. God said we go forward. So we go forward. So it takes a Moses doing two things. He lifts up the rod. And the Bible says he stretches out his hand. When you're being pressed on every side. My Bible talks about there shall come a, a rod or a branch from, the, the, from Jesse. That's Jesus is talking about. What you got to do is just keep holding up your faith. Yes. Keep holding up your faith. When, when things are, when everybody else is saying, this ain't working. He's held up that rod for a whole hour now and the water still hasn't moved. What did Moses do? Unmovably, with the rod of God in his hand, holding it up into the air. I don't care if you don't think anything's happening, but one way or another, I'm not moving until we go forward. You can mock me, you can curse me, you can doubt me, I don't care. But when the clouds clear, I'm going forward by faith. And Moses lifted up the rod, and I apply that and say, we lift up the banner of Jesus Christ. Don't go backward on your faith. Don't go hiding your faith. Don't go silent on your faith. If anything, hold it up a little higher. Lift your voice up a little bit louder. Don't compromise. Don't get quiet. Don't be a quitter. Hold it up. Be loud. Be proud. Everyone in this world's waving their flags, waving their banners, talking about what they believe in. Somebody needs to hold up Jesus once again. Somebody needs to hold up the rod once again. Jesus works. Jesus is the answer. Jesus is my Savior. I feel the Holy Ghost right there. Get a little louder in your walk with God. Get a little bolder in your faith. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Uh, he lifted up that rod, and the Bible says he stretched out his hand. You got to stretch yourself if you want to go forward. You got to get uncomfortable if you want to go forward. Patty cake praise ain't going to cut it. Going through the motions and being comfortable ain't going to cut it. I know we talk about being, you know, uh, they, they, nowadays they use words like seeker friendly because we can't call anyone a sinner. We, we can't call them sinners. So we, we're seeker friendly now. And uh, cool, I don't care. Label it however you want. This is a nice church. We, we produce nice things. We've got nice people. We, we make it welcome. Be comfortable. Just come to the house of God. But let me tell you, we as the church and mature believers, we recognize that if we're going forward, Somebody's got to do some stretching. While the others are sitting back drinking their lattes, not helping. That's, that was all the Israelites. They're, they're over there snoozing in their tents. And there's Moses with the rod of God and an outstretched hand saying, 
Move it, God. Move it, God. Somebody has got to stretch if we're going to go forward. I don't care how tough the times have gotten. It doesn't matter how dark the night seems. It doesn't matter how close the enemy seems to be at your doorstep. Keep holding up the banner of Jesus and stretch yourself out once again. If you've been comfortable, get uncomfortable. If it's been a while since you've really prayed, it's time to pray. If it's if it's been a while since you've spoken with other tongues, you need to hit this altar tonight and stretch yourself until you're liberated and the Holy Ghost comes down upon you in a mighty way. One way or another, though, Souls Harbor goes forward. Pray for a moment. Pray for a minute. Come on, let's do it. I'm talking to some folks. The Holy Ghost is talking to some folks right now. Get up out of your rut. Get up out of that depression. Get up out of that place. Stop singing the blues. Stop moaning and groaning and complaining. Lift up that banner. Stretch your faith and see the salvation of the Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Someone's got to stretch if the church is going to grow. Someone's got to stretch if we're going forward. Uh, Brother Noah, I'm so proud of you. I'm so thankful for what God has done in our kids' ministry this year. My Lord, we're having revival. But you want to know how we're going to stay in it? It's by you stretching. When everyone else is relaxing, someone's got to stretch. (laughs) When others ain't doing nothing but sitting on the couch on Saturday evening, eating their little Pringle chips or whatever, Oreos, fill in the blank, somebody's got to be praying and getting ready for Sunday. Someone's got to stretch. If the music is going to grow, someone's got to stretch. If the young people are going to experience revival, Eric, somebody's got to stretch. Somebody's got to say, I don't care what it takes. We're going forward. I don't, it don't matter if I got to load this thing up on my back and carry it uphill. We are going forward. Someone's got to link arms with the spirit of the Lord and say, use me, oh God. I'm ready to stretch. I'm ready to grow. We can rejoice and say, look what God has done. 120 on a Sunday morning in a tiny little room. Oh, aren't we comfortable? No, don't get comfortable now, saint of God. No, don't get comfortable now, minister of the most high. You got to stretch again. Get uncomfortable again. Brother Steve, get uncomfortable in that hallway. Walk those halls and speak with other tongues. Walk those halls and lay hands on those those rooms, on those lintels of the doorposts. Oh, I'm thankful we're having good church, but we ain't having enough people get the Holy Ghost here. I'm thankful things are going okay, but in the name of Jesus, we're going to have 10 get the Holy Ghost this summer. Someone's got to pray it down. Somebody's got to show up, not ready for cute church, but ready to move in the spirit, ready to stretch in the spirit. Someone needs to stretch over that baptistry and say, I'm thankful for the few that's gotten baptized this year, but it's a drop in the bucket as to what needs to take place. Uh, 
for a moment. Just ride with me for a moment. You can't let the tough times turn you back. But we can't also let the good things hold us back. Well, we're doing all right. I'm doing better. At least I'm not using drugs anymore. At least I'm not, you know, living like a reprobate every single day. At least we're not in the Granada plat. One way or another, it's never, it's never right. You know, it's just a, on one side. I wish we were there. At least we're not there. You know, it's just it's we're humans. We're never satisfied. And, <laughs> you can't let the good things hold you back. Well, we've come a long way, and I'm faithful with this, and I do a little bit of that. We got some good things happening. Singing moves me. Oh. Hospitality is very nice, and we've got some good things happening, and got good little systems. Well, we can always count on Sister Hannah in the lobby and welcoming presents there for the children, and little cute kitties in the the little window. We wave at them, and we come in and go through. It's a really good routine. It's a good little place that we can be. But somebody has got to stay stirred, constantly going. What's the spirit saying? Where's the spirit moving? Because I know that there's going to be a word and he's going to say, start moving and it's time to go. And I can tell you, I feel it in the Holy Ghost that it's time for somebody to wake up and go forward once again. Stretch yourself because it's time to go forward. First Kings chapter 18. I'll just preach a while. I'll just stay right here until everyone's ready to, ready to pray. First Kings chapter 18. I want you to see this. This is Elijah up and he's praying for rain. I want you to see this. If you grew up in Sunday school, you've heard it. If you've been here a couple months, you've probably heard us reference it at some point. But he's praying for rain. God, we need rain. They were praying for rain. They, they were looking for rain. What, what they were needing was rain. Rain was the blessing. Rain was the desired outcome. And so what does Elijah say in verse 41 finally? Woo, get thee up, eat and drink, for there is a sound of abundance of rain. Woo, I'm singing in the rain, singing in the rain. The the rain was what we were going for. The rain was what we were looking for. Moderate rain, latter rain. I want it all right now. And here it comes. But look at this. The Lord uses Elijah and he says, get up, eat and drink. And you skip down to verse 44 and he says, tell him, prepare your chariot and get thee down that the rain stop thee not. There's too many churches and it can happen here that we get stopped by the blessings of the Lord. It's the good things of God that gets us comfortable and complacent. They were looking for rain, praying for rain, wanting rain. And when the rain comes, oh, look what the Lord has done. We can just get settled into a season. We like it here. We want it like this. This is what we've been looking for. This is what we've been praying for. 
I've reached this place. I'm happy with my family. I'm content with my job. I'm okay with where the church is. Everything in, in the ministry hasn't happened the way I thought it was, but you know what? I'm doing all right, and the rain is nice. But the man of God got up and said, prepare your chariot and don't let the rain stop you. God has been good to this church, and good things are happening, Brother Noah. Great things are happening, Brother Brother Trace, God is moving, Sister Liz. Wonderful things are transpiring. But the Lord is saying, get the chariots ready and go forward. Don't let the rain stop you. Don't let the blessing cause you to get stuck up on this hill. There's still a place to get to. There's still a mission to accomplish. Enjoy the blessings of God, but pack your bags and go forward. If you teach Sunday school, stand up. If you help out in kids' church, stand up. If you're a young person, stand up. If you want to be a young person, stand up. How about that? If you teach Bible studies or want to teach Bible studies, stand up. If you sing songs in the church, if you play an instrument in the church, or if you sing off key in the shower, stand up. <laughs> if you teach, preach, testify, aggravate, communicate, I don't care. If you want to do something for God, stand up. <laughs> and if you're not standing at this point, I'd say, why aren't you standing up? Because you've had every opportunity to stand up. <laughs> I'm thankful for what God has accomplished. You know, we could just, we could coast through the rest of this year. Even take the building out of it. Take the new building out of it. We're getting in that thing in Jesus' name. But take it out of the equation. We have already broken our attendance record. We had 205 or 209 here on Easter Sunday. We broke the attendance record. That's done. We broke our midweek record. That's done. We've had great singing, great, great, great music. We've had, we've had good preaching. We've had new people give the testify in church services. We've got new people involved in kids' ministry. We could just coast on autopilot yes. and say, it's been a good year. Right. But my Lord, help us. Yes. Help me. Yes. Don't let bad things and also, in the name of Jesus, don't let good things cause us to stop stretching. I know the rain has fallen moderately, but the best is yet to come. And somebody needs to get your chariot ready and get your boots back on your feet because it's time to move forward. How many kids have received the Holy Ghost, do you think, this year? Huh? Have received the Holy Ghost this year? My word, in Jesus' name. That's awesome. Come on now. How, how, many, how many people will be baptized? I got it in my, my records. I think we've, we've had uh, probably nine or so baptized in Jesus' name. That's pretty good. It's not bad. Great. Cool. Let's celebrate. And then let's get to work. That's a drop in the bucket compared to what God is wanting to do. And as Jesus was ascending up into the heavens for that final goodbye, he had told his disciples, go to Jerusalem. You're going to get the Holy Ghost and you're going to go change the world. 
But in that moment, Jesus is floating away angelically into the heavenlies. And they're standing there going, wow, dude, this is awesome. Hey, try to get a selfie of me with them in the background. Wow, isn't this so cool? It's awesome. Wow. And the angels of the Lord had to show up yes. and say, hey, yes. what are you guys doing? Come on. Jesus said, get to Jerusalem, be filled with the Holy Ghost, and get about your mission. There's some folks that we've been caught in a daze. Maybe it's been good, and maybe it's been bad. But one way or another, the angel of this church, that's the revelation word for pastor, is saying, why stand we here gazing? This same Jesus that has moved in such a wonderful way in the first half of this year is wanting to do so much more in the latter part of this year. I speak in the name of Jesus to the newest of saints and to the most seasoned. Go forward. Go forward. Go forward. Come on, you ain't preached your best message. You ain't taught your best Bible study. We ain't reached our biggest Sunday school group yet. God is not done. God is not finished. Uh, hallelujah. Use us, Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, we're about to pray. I want the first ones in the altar. I want that to be everything from if you're a preacher to a Sunday school teacher to an usher, greeter, musician, singer, baptismal filler. Pooper, scooper, I don't care. If you're doing something in the kingdom, I want you to come up front right now. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> and I want you now to come behind and fill in these gaps. If you know that the Lord has been dealing with you and it's time for you to move forward, come on up front right now. <laughs> Musicians and singers, hear me. You have not played or sung your best song. Teacher, preacher, speaker, whatever you call yourself, you ain't taught your best lesson yet. Prayer warrior, you ain't had your most powerful prayer meeting yet. We go forward. It's time for a breakthrough. It's time for progress. Brother Ross, it's time for progress. Sister Krista, it's time for forward motion. Brother Steve, Brother Nelson, Brother Day. It, it, it's time for, for progress once again. Brother Sowards, Brother Nate. Come on, Sister Liz, Sister Brittany, Sister Hannah, Sister Tracy. It's time for us to move forward again. 
I'm thankful for how far we've come, but my God, there's a promised land that lies in front of us. There's a new building to fill up. There's Bible studies to teach. There's converts to be made. There's disciples to be cultivated. There's a field that's white and ready for harvest. I'm thankful for what God has done so far, Sister Velma, but there's more. God's done a great work, Brother Jordan, Brother Christian. But the future is far greater than what the past has ever provided. Go, reach. Come on, Brother Danny. Go forward. Reach a hand where it's appropriate right now. Impart faith in the name of Jesus. Come on, use us once again. Come on, Brother Noah. Mama T, children's ministers. How many kids are we going to have at Vacation Bible School? 25? 50? 100? We go forward. We're not just going to sit around complaining about stuff. And we're not going to sit around being content with stuff. We go forward. We move forward. We move forward, Keith. We go forward, Lexi. We move forward, Cody. We move forward, Brother Steve. Train a guitar player. Work with a musician. Find a way. Get creative. Start a Bible study. Get involved. Do something. But one way or another, we go forward. One way or another, we go forward. Oh, whether the Lord opens the waters or I got to swim through them, one way or another, we go forward.